Hey everybody, welcome to the Cool Kids Table. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I think we went out of order. <laughs> and I'm Shannon. That's <laughs> fine. No, I th- we were in order. Shannon has it written down. I- okay. Yeah, it goes Jake, Josh, Shannon, and Alan. So that if Alan's at the top, okay, then Alan, you're cut next. this part. <laughs> so, anyways, today is our inaugural episode of D and D. We are going to be sitting down and playing Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we made a whole video about our characters. You can go to YouTube.com/slash Hey Jake and Josh, and you can. Now who's rolling the dice, Josh? It's you. <laughs> uh, and you can you can check it out, uh, who we are and what we're coming from. And and mostly, it's mostly just me yelling at Alan, I think. <laughs> no, that was that what? was earlier today. That never happened oh, was that here. today. Was that just today? I feel that's like there was <laughs> plenty of that during <laughs> the character creation, too. Hmm. So anyway, um, so today is going to be kind of the introductory episode so even though we did make that video, I would like to kind of go around and have everybody introduce their character uh, fairly briefly. By that, I mean name, race, class, that kind of stuff. And then, unless we have other business, we can just go ahead and jump right on in. Who starts? Jake starts. <laughs> I am playing Tuatha. I am a half-elf sorceress. I am very good at magic. <laughs> and I'm super pretty. My hobbies include Google Care and E Network, and um, I think <laughs> I think that's about it. I have a I have a three headed Cerberus Yorkie named uh, with several names, but they all mean biscuit. <laughs> that was a Pitch Perfect reference. Everyone who likes Pitch Perfect is like high fiving me. Is Wi Fi would be through For a internet. second, I thought you said one of your things was Kegels, and I was just like, all right, that's a little personal, but hey, do you? And then it took me a second to realize what you actually said. I'm like, all right, that. It doesn't make sense, but it makes more sense. She might like Kegels. I don't know. I haven't gotten that deep into the character yet. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> I'm leaving room for improv. <laughs> Shannon, who are you? Uh, my name is Sylvan. I am an elf that is a, two levels of ranger, one level of rogue. And uh, I'm a little assassin boy. Who has a hawk? Who has a hawk and a horse, but we all have horses. We all have horses. My hawk's name is Heg. Nice. Anyone going to ask me who Josh, I am? Josh, who are you? Uh, my name is Flint. I am a human fighter eldritch knight. Because I guess that's also just a fighter cla- subclass or it's something. Like a, it's like a fighter subsect. Okay. <laughs> I have a soldier background. I was a little boy who was kidnapped by orcs after they raided the village. and burned it down because I had sweet abs. Too many abs. Uh, I have... Uh, <laughs> abs based. I have a, this ripped ass baby. <laughs> All these this babies doing was, crunches. Yeah, I was just like moving boulders around, and they were like, "Take that boy." Uh, <laughs> I have a big black horse with white feet. He's a Clydesdale, and uh, an owl named Gretchen, who's a Gretchen, <laughs> who's a Gretchen. And I like I like being strong and breaking stuff. I'm also like a Robin Hood type. Should we say our alignment? I don't think yeah. anybody else did. I'm a chaotic neutral. I'm chaotic good. I'm neutral evil. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out how the party comes together. So we're going to kind of go down the list, Jake, then Josh, then Shannon. Um, and you all are, all of you are in the city of Solace. Solace is one of the major cities in the Dragonlance world, which is called Kryn. Solace used to be kind of a smaller place, a little bit obscure, but since the time of the Lance and all of this, it has grown into this large, not metropolitan type area, but really kind of a hodgepodge. 
What makes Salas so special is that they have what are called Valenwood trees, these giant trees that bark is tough as steel. And so Salas has built itself into the branches of the Valenwood trees. But because Salas got so big, there's actually now what's referred to as Lower Salas and Upper Salas. Upper Salas being up in the trees, it's a little bit nicer. Um, and then Lower Salas being a little bit more humble. Nowhere is really bad. There are, you know, some a little bit more dangerous places in Solace as you would with any city, but the city watch is pretty efficient at what they do. So what we're going to do is we're going to zoom in on each of the characters kind of individually, and we'll start with a zoom in on Tuatha. So what is Tuatha doing in this city at the moment? I am with my horse. Uh, my horse's name is Hakugechen. Uh, it's goblin for pain in my ass. He's not a, he's a, he's a big sweetie. He's like Big Mac from My Little Pony, but he, but he was a pain <laughs> yep. in the ass to the goblins. So they didn't like him. Story for another time. So, so me and Big Mac and, uh, and my Cerberorki are just like kind of walking down the streets in, well, I guess, Lower Solace. Cause I don't know how you would get a Clydesdale up into Upper Solace. Okay. So you're walking down the street. You are on, I'll say one of the thoroughfares where there are like street vendors set up trying to peddle and sell things. You see people of every race, gender, Creed, you name it, they're probably there. You see people in robes, you see people in armor, you see people with weapons, you see children running with toys. You see lots of hubbub and, you know, craziness going on. But one thing, as you look up, you're looking at the street and you don't really notice anything strange, but then all of a sudden, in the middle of the street, seemingly as if out of nowhere, is a young girl with flaming red hair that comes down to about her shoulders. She's wearing a very simple dress, unadorned, a small belt at her waist to kind of cinch it in. The child is extremely thin. Her eyes are large in her face and the color of amber. She meets your gaze and that gaze is arresting. Okay, hey there. She looks at you and she beckons with one finger for you to follow. And without waiting to see if you do, she turns around and slowly begins to walk. I mean, I got nothing else going on. I'm just going to look at, at Hakageken and be like, all right, come on, dude. Uh, oh, by the way, my, my Yorkie, my server Yorkie has three names. Uh, there's Susienka, Bingan, and Kexi. They are sitting on top of Hack. I'm just going to give him a cute nickname. <laughs> <laughs> on top of Hack. Just like with its legs like spread out to the sides, like kind of straddling it, but it's like real big. So it's just like... <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so she's like, all right, come on, let's follow it. Let's, let's follow her. Let's see what's going on. This is probably a trap, but like, yeah, here we are. It's really easy to pick this girl out. You would think it'd be difficult with the amount of people and kind of the crowds, but for some reason she stands out to you. It's almost as though your eye is always drawn to her, even when you try to look away. Eventually she takes a, a rather sharp turn leading up into the trees of Upper Solace. The path that she's taking you on this particular road is for sure wide enough that your horse could go on. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm just going to keep following her. This is magic. This is a magic trap. I feel like I'm falling into a magic trap. I'm like, let's, yeah, let's run with it. Let's see what happens. Do you try to talk to her at all? Yes, I would do that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, this isn't like this is important. Do you need me? Like, do you need me to follow you, or is this like you're gonna try to fleece me? Like, you and a bunch of like other orphans are just gonna like try to take my money because I'm gonna tell you right now, 
There ain't a lot of it. She turns around, and you notice she's barefoot. Do you need shoes? You're breaking your mother's heart. I can buy you some shoes. <laughs> no, I don't need shoes. I need you to follow me. This is important. Okay. By the way, for the listeners. Um, We're getting sad already. Yeah, let's start out. That's how I like to do this. <laughs> Start out real low. Get that bar. Get that bar low. Uh, so, for listeners that did not listen to the the Hey Jake and Josh YouTube thing, the, why did I say that that way? Uh, you know the the video. So I'm I'm like five foot seven. I am I am like very tan, like sun kissed tan. I have like a lot of freckles. I have blonde hair that's shaved on one side, and I have this like dress robe type deal that's like very form fitting, kind of a high collar. It's like purple and gold. Like I also stand out. So, so just like this, this bright redheaded girl that draws your attention, followed by this like beautiful half elf, just like walk with a giant fuck off Clydesdale, like <laughs> just walking up a tree, I guess. I will say this as you're going through the crowd and following her, no one else seems to look at her. Their eyes slide past where she is. They see you. Yeah, they get this they half elf you. babe. Of course they're not looking at... <laughs> you know, some men are ogling at you. Some women are ogling at you. Drink it in, man. <laughs> they're not looking at the child. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, just keep following her. So she leads you on. Um, you get uh, into Upper Solace. The street, quote unquote here, is made from the branches of the Valenwood tree. The path is extremely dense, well, uh, well trodden, and the Valenwood trees are alive. So they are producing flowers and leaves as you kind of walk along this path. Her gait is very purposeful. It is not fast, but nor is it slow. It, it is just kind of a purposeful, meaningful walk that she is taking you on. You find yourself shortly outside of an inn. Probably the largest inn that you've seen in this city. And there's a sign hanging out in front of it. The Inn of the Last Home. This is not ominous at all. Hey, they probably have a no Clydesdale rule. Come on, come on, buddy. Hop down. And then I'm just going to, like, <laughs> hold my hand out for... I'm just going to call it Biscuit when, uh, when I'm referring to it as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> biscuit times three? Yeah, uh, triple Biscuit, Biscuit cubed, triple Bisque. <laughs> hop, hop down. Hops down in your hand obediently. You're... Clydesdale looks a little bit nervous to be just kind of left out here, but the girl walks up and holds her hand out towards your horse. How does your horse respond to this? Oh, like I said, he's like a he's like a big sweetie, so he's he's cool. He's he'll, he's up for it. He's he would accept this hand, whatever that entails. Okay. The girl turns to you. Go inside and wait. The others will be here soon. Okay. Take good care of him. Um. Don't kick anybody. I'm alone. <laughs> the girl or the horse? Both of you. It's a good rule. <laughs> Don't kick anybody. Either of you. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat him on the nose, which is like a reach. Like I have to like reach up to pat him on the nose and then just go inside with, with triple bisque. Alrighty. So now we'll move on to Josh. Uh, what are you doing in the city of Solace? Is there a bar here? Several. Um, I'm in... What kind of bar are you in? I'm in the seediest one. Okay. So you are in the Broken Wheel. Okay. I'm in the Broken Wheel, having a having a pint, playing some poker. And for those of you keeping score at home, one of my proficiencies is card games. 
so that's where I'm at. All right, so we'll say that you're wrapping up a game. Let's see. High or low for favorable results? High. You win. Um, you won this hand. <laughs> Woo! Uh, we'll say that you... I won you... the pokers. You did a poker. What a good, what a good, what a good poker. We'll say the pot was about two gold pieces, um, and you rake that over to you. A serving girl comes over, asks if she can refill your drink. And when you look up to say something to her, at the door, you see a woman. Not young, necessarily, but not old, either. You can't quite place her age when you look at her. She is of middling height very slender her dress is a little bit dirty around the hem but rather unremarkable what is remarkable however her face is absolutely beautiful her eyes are the color of amber and she doesn't have any hair it has been shaved extremely close to the scalp but what you see are basically red fuzz covers her scalp where her head should be her eyes lock with yours you mean where her hair should be? What did I say? Where head? her head should be? <laughs> oh, no. Where her hair She's should be. She's got a really close shave. She's got a very fuzzy <laughs> neck stump. <laughs> you see a decapitated woman, but her hair is fantastic. Uh, okay, so the server girl just asked me then, would you like some more? Mm-hmm. And then this bald lady's gaze caught mine before I could answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to not say anything. I'm just going to... Uh, while keeping my gaze locked with the bald lady, I don't know what else to call her right now, the bald lady across the room, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to shake my head no and kind of shoo the server girl away. Ah, well, fine. She flounces over to someone else. She knows where she works. I don't know what she was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> this is her first job. She's right out of fantasy college. She... <laughs> <laughs> she's paying for fantasy college. She's paying for fantasy college. She's getting a communications degree, so it's like... 50-50 on whether or not you're going to get a better job afterwards. So I'm going to pound down the last little bit of my beer and just, like, drop the cup on the table. Not place it back down, just, like, from the raised <laughs> position, just drop it. And walk over to the girl across the bar. You. You seem like someone who likes adventure. Is that true? <laughs> I don't want to talk a lot. I want that to be like a character thing. Sterling I just decided. I'm going to be like... <laughs> no, Sterling's going to talk a lot, but he's going to be, like stupidly strong okay strong-headed all right so i'm just gonna look at her after she asked that i'm just gonna go yeah you just made a character voice choice and you yeah, have to no, keep that I've, forever no that's how it's been in my head the whole time okay so. good, 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 good. <laughs> she looks at you up and down you feel the weight of her gaze there's something how long does she do that a heartbeat <laughs> but okay. it feels like an eternity you'll do Come with me. <laughs> You're suitable. And she spins on her heel and begins to walk away. You notice she's not wearing any shoes. Breaking your mother's heart. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just follow her out. My horse is tied up outside on one of those horse tying posts. A hitching post? A hitching post. A hitching post. And my owl Gretchen is perched on his head. Okay. <laughs> how, does, uh, how does he feel about that? He doesn't care. He's the most just like, he'll just stand there and whatever happens around him is happening around him. He doesn't care. <laughs> so I'm just going to go untie him and I guess I'll follow this girl, this lady. Okay. This teen to middle-aged woman. <laughs> Do you say anything else to her no. as you're following her? No? No, yeah. she promised adventure. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll fight some stuff and following her. All right. So she leads you up to Upper Solace along a path. Again, I'll say that you notice as well. 
people don't seem to notice her. They notice you, a rather large human in red armor. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, no, my armor is black. I have chainmail on, so the tunic, I guess, underneath it is red. But the mail, okay. the mail itself and all my armor is jet black. Uh, my horse is jet black, and Gretchen is snow white with, like, golden yellow talons. Okay. Um, so you draw attention. She doesn't. You follow her, and she leads you to probably the largest inn that you've seen in the city, called the Inn of the Last Home. And outside, you see another Clydesdale, a rather large horse, that is being seen to by a stable hand. He's also very stubborn with people he doesn't like, but that's usually just goblins. <laughs> and other assorted baddies. So he'd probably be like, all right, he's, he, yeah, he'll like go along with it until someone's mean to him. And he's like, well, fuck off then. I'm a big size tail. <laughs> okay. So I will walk up, not right next to the other Clydesdale, probably down like the other, I would assume there's like a couple hitching posts outside. Yeah. So I'm going to hitch up to an empty one because okay. I know, I know my horse is kind of a jerk, kind of just okay. like an unforgiving, not unforgiving, uncaring. Just kind of like whatever kind of jerk and probably wouldn't get along well with another horse that like is trying to be sociable. So I will tie him up by himself. I will pat him on the snoot and I will reach up and pat Gretchen on her head. She coos. Oh, I smirk a little bit. Gretchen just melts my heart. And then, <laughs> and then follow the girl inside. When you turn around, she's standing almost uncomfortably close to you. Ugh. Wait inside. The last one will be here shortly. Am I looking for someone inside? An elven woman. You'll see her. She's ostentatious. How dare. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that, but she says she's ostentatious. And I'm just going to like inquisitively look at her and then slowly turn and walk inside. Okay. <laughs> and we will cut um, at that point to, to Solven. What is Solven doing in Solace? I'm fresh off of a kill, so I'm probably trying to lay low. So I'm probably walking around in my big cloak, my hood up, having my horse fall behind, which I'm going to be the only one without a Clydesdale. That's <laughs> fine. My horse is fine. Good size. I'll have Hag on my shoulder doing whatever birds do. And I'll just be walking around trying to keep an eye out of somewhere to just like slink in and like just check up on my payments and make sure that everything's all good and trying to find a new job. Okay, so you do that. You're kind of looking around, trying to see, you know, you know, where was your contact supposed to meet you? And you notice in the crowd, a woman. She is not tall, but not short, in pitch black armor from neck to foot. Heavy plate armor, incredibly ornamented, just beautiful, like dragon resembling armor, all the darkest shade of black. Her skin is pale. She is not wearing a helm. She has long, flowing red hair that's absolutely striking. And so are her amber eyes. And they meet you, and she smiles. And it's the smile of someone who knows a secret. I'm going to clear my throat and just continue on and just try to pretend that a big, scary lady didn't look at me. Do you typically ignore a woman when she looks at you? I try to. Why? What? Uh, I, I have things to do. That's why. <laughs> I have a thing for you to do. And no, it's not me. That's good. That's that's good. I had to, to go. Do you had... take payment? Yes, I do. All right, now we'll talk. What's up? <laughs> 
come with me. These these things have to be done properly. And she turns, and again, without waiting to see if you follow, starts walking. One thing I'm going to give you, especially with your elven perception, aside from what I told them, no one seems to notice this imposing woman in black armor. She doesn't make a sound when she walks. That much armor should be heavy, and your elven senses should pick up on it immediately, except that she doesn't make a sound. I will follow her cautiously. Okay. She leads you up to Upper Solace, up into an inn, the largest one you've seen in the city, called the Inn of the Last Home. Outside, you see a sable boy working with a couple of horses, brushing them down, getting oats and things uh, to Clydesdales. She kind of leads you to the door. She stops and she looks at you. Go inside. Meet the other two. I'll be along in a moment. Okay. I guess I'll go do that. I'll go hitch up my horse first, though. Okay. So, while uh, Salvin is doing that, let's talk about what you guys did when you entered uh, the end of the last home. So, we'll start with Tuatha, and then we'll move to Flint. Tuatha, what did you do when you entered the inn? I walked in, and I found a table. Nobody looks like they're waiting for me, right? Like, nobody waves me over? Nope. Uh, I'm just going to find a table. I'm going to put my feet up, <laughs> and I'm going to order a jug of mead. A glass. How do, how did, pint? how did pint a tankard? <laughs> Order a tankard <laughs> of mead. Okay. And a bowl of whiskey for my for my biscuit. <laughs> so a serving man comes over. He is dressed in slacks um, and just kind of a white work shirt that's loose at the neck and loose at the uh, at the cuffs of the sleeves. He has a small pad of paper and he takes down your order. His eyebrow goes up when you request alcohol for your dog, but then he sees that it has three heads and just kind of shrugs. Uh, dwar- dwarven mead, if you have it, as he's walking away. Oh, uh, of course, from <laughs> Thorvarden. Is that okay? It's fine, as long as it's dwarven. Okay. Um, and he bustles back towards the kitchen. To describe the end of the last home, it is one of the most comfortable places you've ever been in in your life. Just purposefully comfortable. The temperature is just right. It's not too warm. It's not too cold. Even with a roaring fire in the fireplace. The inn itself is relatively large. There's a lot of places for people to sit. And I would say it's about half full of people. The person behind the bar who seems to be the owner is a woman. Uh, She is wearing a uh, white blouse and a green skirt with an apron. Uh, She has uh, really pretty strawberry blonde hair with some white in it that's very, very, very curly. And she has freckles on her her face along with laugh lines around her mouth and eyes. Um, She is obviously the one in charge as she's barking orders every so often. Um, There are serving men and serving women all throughout the bar that it's taking orders, going in, bussing and doing all of that stuff. But it feels very comfortable. There is an inn upstairs. There are rooms to stay. Um, you just ask about that, and they'll give you a room. Uh, okay, I have I have two questions. One, what time of day is it? Uh, midday. Okay. Is there a seat in the sun? Yes. Their windows are stained glass, but there is a seat right next to a window. Okay, I'm sitting in that one. Okay. And then again, my feet are up. My super cute boots are on the table, just chilling like <laughs> I own the place. Um, the man comes and brings you your uh, flagon of beer and your uh, bowl of whiskey. He looks at your feet and just raises an eyebrow, but doesn't say anything. And would you like some food too, or is just the drink enough for now? Mead's fine, thanks. I'll I'll let you know. 
I don't know why I'm in here or how long I'll be here. So at least a tankard of mead that long. Of course. Uh, whatever you say, mistress. Um, <laughs> don't. And no, he, no, this is, no, that's a weird thing to call someone. <laughs> as you say. And he turns and walks back towards the kitchen. Um, about this time, Flint, you walk in. You look around. You see people of every race, every creed, every gender. Um, but immediately catching your eye is an elven woman sitting in the sunlight with her boots up on a table. And you think to yourself... Half elven. Half elven. <laughs> you think to yourself, if Ostentatious has a definition... It's probably that woman. I'm also wearing purple, which I imagine is not a super common color either. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just, like, stomp over there. <laughs> I'm, like, bumping people, just like, whatever. I'm just walking straight, and everyone who's not moving out of my way is getting bumped aside. And I'm going to go over to the table that you're sitting at and just kind of, like, not slam my hands down onto it, but lean heavily onto it. Be like, are you an apparition? <laughs> I certainly hope not. Someone said I was looking for an apparition, an astounding apparition. I don't, I don't know what she said, but I feel like it was you. Great, have a seat. I, I will sit. <laughs> All right, and the serving man comes back over. Um, he still has a disapproving look for your boots, but then the eyes flip to flip. How can I serve you today, master? Piney, your strongest in a leg. Uh, any particular meat that you care for? Poultry, beef. Lamb. I'm going to grab the server by his shirt and pull him into my face and say, no poultry, and then push him back away. Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> how, yeah. do I, how do I do that? Uh, D20. First, first die roll of the game. Uh, it is a D20 plus your intimidation skill. Ooh, that's a plus three. Hot dog. Uh, oh, oh, no, I critically failed it. <laughs> <laughs> You pull too close, and you guys, like, butt heads, and there's just an awkward, like, oh. You oh, accidentally so. kiss? <laughs> you pull him <laughs> okay. close, and in a flurry of motion, you find your face pressed against the table with a dagger to your throat. Try that again. Okay, hey, everyone, calm down. We're I'm all gonna, friends here. I'm gonna let the go whole bar has gone <laughs> silent, except for the woman behind the counter with the red hair uh, with a little bit of gray in it. People know you don't attack my boys or my girls. They'll get you. I'm going to let go of his shirt and just be like, Liam is fine. <laughs> and just like try to get him away and get everyone to stop looking. The knife, <laughs> he he stands up. Uh, he makes a motion with his hand and it kind of disappears back into his sleeve. And then he starts acting like nothing happened. Of course, master, a leg of lamb. Um, we will have that to you directly. What would you like to drink? You said uh, what, the strongest, yes? Whatever. Would you strongest. like a liquor or would you like a beer? Are you a ghost? You came in here looking for a ghost. Was it you? Liquor's no. fine. No. Liquor's fine. All right. And he takes it down and he walks back towards the kitchen. That was fun. <laughs> I am just like super avoiding eye contact. <laughs> just like looking out the window. <laughs> Looking over at the bar, looking past you at the people like behind us, <laughs> and just not saying can anything. Can I? Can I see outside? Can I see the horses? From yeah. Where we are? Is that your horse? I'm assuming you were looking at Iron's Day. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's him. He's cute. I'm just making small talk because I because I know he's embarrassed, so I want to <laughs> like stop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Does he come with an owl? Is that? Extra? Oh, that's Gretchen. Cool. That's, that's my little baby Gretchen. 
Can we move on to Shannon? <laughs> About this time, Salvin comes in the door. Looking around, Salvin, you see basically two people stick out to you. A half-elven woman and a An human male with a bit of a red face. Oh, I just like pulled a rib, I think. Laughing. Okay. I was uh. just going to have beer, but since that waiter almost gutted me, I had to go with liquor. So. <laughs> oh, I guess that's them. I guess I look around, no one else seems to be a main character. Right. <laughs> do I right. Oh, do I notice him just standing there looking at us? Pretty much. I don't. I'm just like sullenly gazing <laughs> out the window, looking at Gretchen trying to find just some peace of mind. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna wave Solvent over then. Alright, all over my hood and come walking over. Alright, so you have a seat. Um when you do the serving man comes back with your leg of lamb and liquor, and he turns to Solvent again as though nothing happened. Good day, master. How can I take, can I take your order? How may I help you? Uh, I'll take any elven ale you have. Elven ale? Good, good. Would you like something to eat? No, thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Um, and he goes to the back. Before he walks away, I've already pounded that alcohol. <laughs> and I'm going to just drop the cup and ask for another. <laughs> We look very disgusted. His eyebrow goes up again. Of course, master. And he walks away. He comes back a few moments later with two drinks. He places them down in front of you. And as he stands up, he looks and he goes, is there anything? And he freezes. Like in time or shockingly? In time. Oh, shit. I was going to order another I'm gonna try Why to get my. Frozen? I'm gonna try to get my drink out of his frozen hand. <laughs> Roll. Did per- I get, oh, did the, I get the drinks are on the table. Oh, the drinks are on the table. Okay. Roll perception, please, everyone. That's Anybody? the that's the passive wisdom, right? No, that's uh, just... no, that is perception. It is a skill. If you're not trained, you just oh, add you just okay. add the uh, the bonus, the modifier. Okay. So it it says what skill or what stat next? To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It's a fifteen for me. Fifteen for me. 11 for me. All right. So um, with the 11, you notice as you look around the bar, you notice that this is not the only person that this has affected. Everyone else in the bar is still as a statue. Whatever they were doing, whatever motion they were in the middle of, they are frozen. You see someone lifting a drink to their lips and you can see the liquid stopped dead in the middle of a pour you see people that are talking and laughing the fire has frozen in place the crackling has stopped there is no sound aside from your own breathing i'm gonna look down is uh triple bisque also frozen no so i just hear like this gentle lapping of whiskey from, <laughs> from yep. i'm gonna i'm gonna try to take a bite of my leg of lamb but you can it's... still do that. Okay, I'm going to just continue eating while I look around then. 15 and up, what you notice. All of what I just said, and you notice a woman at the door. Jake, it is the child that you saw earlier. Shannon, it is the warrior in black armor. Oh, right, I didn't see her because I didn't. You're eating, you're too busy. Yeah, I'm just too busy eating. Not, and and I'm, I'm probably like a little drunk. <laughs> Because I did I say I'm like a pint of their hardest liquor. If you're six foot eight, you're Alan sized. Uh, but we don't know how much I drank at the bar. You're me, right? During the poker game, because I definitely yeah, already pre I had a pint of beer there at the very least, and I just slammed a pint of their hardest liquor, and I have another pint in front of me. He could also be a <laughs> roll me a Constitution saving throw. All right, how do I do that? Just roll a d twenty and then add that number. 
14. 14 total? Yeah. You're tipsy but not drunk? Okay. You are right on the edge. You are pushing drunk, but you're not <laughs> quite there yet. All right, yeah, I'm probably going to take it a little easier on this uh, second pint of liquor. <laughs> hey, are you a wizard at the, the little girl? She turns and looks at you. No, I'm not a wizard. You want to explain all of this? I don't think a wizard could cast an armor that big. Do I know? Do I notice the girl now that attention has been brought to her? Yes. Okay. And for you, it is the indeterminate aged person with the shaved head. Excuse me, little girl. Why? Why is time frozen? She starts walking towards the table, but she doesn't say anything quite yet. Is that a little girl? I wouldn't say. I really little. lose track of how humans age. Yeah, she's like tiny. What do you mean? No, she's like. She's not. She's in armor. She's very big. No, she's like a little shoeless girl. She's like. Five. Shoeless, yes. Five, no way. I do not trust your eyesight. Well, Roll religion checks, everyone, please. Uh, religion? What is that? Oh, plus, it is a thing. Okay, plus intelligence. I'm sorry. I mean, there's going to be a lot of what's that? Oh, uh, a so, critical fail. Oh, uh, I got 16. <laughs> I got a 13. All right, so Josh, with yours, I'll start. I usually, for the listeners and for you guys, what I usually do with these type of checks is I'll start at the lowest person and then build. So whenever I get to the top person, you know everything I've told you, but the bottom person just knows kind of what I told them specifically. At 10 plus, you know... I critically failed, though. Yeah, you get nothing. I'm you pretty don't sure know she's a wizard. what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty sure she's a wizard. You know, wizards are weird and I they can do weird them. shit. You know, you don't trust them. <laughs> um, Shannon, what you know is this is not something that a mortal magic user could do yes mortal magic users can muck about with time this type of time stop this perfect huge affecting everyone type of thing is far beyond the scope of any living magic user that you can think of josh you are almost sure that you are in the presence of a god when you take into the account that time stop, that people are seeing different things, but they all seem kind of similar. You put together that this person is not a mortal. More than likely, they're an immortal. They're one of the gods of Krim. You're not sure which, but you would you you'd feel put, you'd feel safe betting that she was a god. All right, stop all right. right there, wizard. We don't need any trouble. In this I place. I don't think this is a wizard. Definitely. No mortal can do this. Definitely not a wizard. What? Also, seriously, that armor is huge. She's There's no tiny. way you would cast she's it like It's like three a and a half feet tall. What armor? What three? No. She's a, she's a giant woman with big, huge armor. Look, I've met a giant woman. This ain't a giant <laughs> woman. The being holds up her hand. Her little girl hand. Her little girl hand for you. Her, her teenage little... to maybe middle-aged girl hand. Her little girl wizard <laughs> hand. And then her gauntleted armored hand that Shannon sees, or that Solvin sees. I am called Mina. She says the name like it has weight. When she says the name, Flint, it clicks. Mina oh. is the goddess of tears. I'm going to nudge uh, Tuatha and be like, oh, I knew it. Great. I'm Tuatha. I'm going to hold my hand out. She just kind of looks at it, but doesn't touch it. No? Were you one of them? Okay. I'm just going to graciously pull it back like it's no big deal. <laughs> what does one call a god? Like, if you're in the presence of a queen, you say, like, your majesty. What do you say to a god? 
Bobadook. There are lots of things. <laughs> you could call her her eminence. You could call basically anything you want. Her holiness. It You know, just what your character... Go with your gut. What would your character say when they were confronted with a god? He's not going to get any more formal than Milady. <laughs> Pretty lady. <laughs> a super cute nickname. Call her Cupcake. Oh, yeah, like a tough guy. <laughs> Like a tough guy who just got his face slammed into a table by a waiter. I'm just going to call her Mina. Okay. All right, Mina. Cupcake. Why? How do you know? Have you brought the three of us together here? And why can't anything else move? And I'm going to take a bite of my lamb leg. <laughs> I'm I'm taking like a, a pull of the meat and I'm just going to point at him like, good question. <laughs> she looks at you three. She looks a little confused at first and then a half smile forms on her face. Well, this is how things start, isn't it? Things? Mina, babe, I've been through (laughs) a lot of things, and none of them have started like this. I'm also pretty unfamiliar with time-freezing wizards, so... All of the stories say that they meet in a tavern, and then they begin their journey together. Is that not true? This is an inn, and also stories? I'm gonna... Close enough. I'm gonna take a hit off that liquor. (laughs) (laughs) I was told I would get paid. Oh, you will. Okay. Just making sure. You can continue. By not being destroyed. That's not money. That's a wizard speak. That's that's wizard talk right there. <laughs> I am not a wizard. And there is a steel in her voice on the last word. A wizard would probably have money. When she says that, I'm going to look out the window. Can Gretchen still move? Gretchen's wings are out. Like she was trying to move, but frozen. But when you look at her, she begins to be able to move again. And she flies through the door and lands on your shoulder. Oh, thank God. I'll just cover the top of my drink while that happens. <laughs> I'm going to give her a little bit out of the cup. I'm going to like lean it so a little bit comes right up to the brim so she can lap it up. And she she laps it up and then she kind of clicks her beak and leans her head against yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adorable. I'll give her some lamb too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said a journey and in a we story start in taverns. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, what? What? Are you truly that ignorant of tales? I don't have time for stories. Okay, look, we. Where are we go? Where do you want us to go? You want us to do something? What is it? For millennia, here we go. I have waited. <laughs> you know what? Uh, this is a, this is a <laughs> fucking deku tree all over again. The, the look on her <laughs> face, which was like placid. And calm shatters. And so you see this anger in this small girl. Look, you know what? I have done this at least four other times with other sets of adventurers. And do you know what happened to them? They failed. They probably failed, yeah. Because they listened to your boring story, right? What do you need us to do? I, Sweetheart, I got stuff. You should watch that glib tongue before it is removed from your mouth. Look, you're not the first wizard to threaten me. It didn't turn out great for them. You will learn, (laughs) and her voice begins to grow and echo, why I am called the goddess of tears. I will make you cry every ounce of fluid you have in your body as I rip you to shreds. The voice ends so loud you feel it reverberate in your bones. I'm just going to sip my beer. (laughs) I'm just going to keep eating like nothing is, like, weird. Well, this is <laughs> very impressive. But, counterpoint, 
if you make all my fluids come out, then I can't really go on this journey you'd like me to go on. So time is money. Well, not here. Time is frozen. <laughs> it's not a perfect metaphor. What can we do for you? I have come to request the help of mortals. Request is too nice to demand your help because you have the ability to do things that I, as a god, cannot. We are bound by rules, contracts, strictures, things that are set in place long before the forging of the world, that are bound into our very beings that we cannot disobey. It's not that I do not want to. It is literally I cannot. Mortals, on the other hand, are not bound to those same laws and rules. Uh-huh. So I'm still not hearing the mission? Have you noticed the change in the night sky? More of a daytime person. Myself. <sighs> she snaps. <laughs> and and you blow up. Make a new Vanishes. <laughs> uh, gonna be a halfling rogue. Like, the entirety of the roof, second floor, whatever it was, is just gone. And you are looking up into the open sky. And then you see the clouds begin to move faster and faster. And the sun race across the sky to have the three moons rise and stars fill the heavens. What do you see here? Three Roll moons, an intelligence check. Some stars. Or a knowledge <laughs> or a history check if you had it. I don't. What was the second one? Nature, history, or straight intelligence if you don't have either of those. Fifteen. Oh. A critical fail, so I literally only see three moons and some stars. You're like, everything checks out here. (laughs) I got a six on my nature roll. Okay, so unfortunately, Solvin didn't notice anything. But Tuatha, there is a particular star constellation for one of the gods that the elven people hold in high regard. And that is the constellation for Mishikael, the blue lady. Um, which is a blue star, but it also is a constellation that looks like a figure eight. Like a lady. It's not there. <laughs> oh. The entirety of the constellation is gone. Oh, well, there's your problem. You're missing the blue lady. How's that happen? Finally, she begins to speak sense. I've been speaking sense this whole time. You're just listening wrong. If you can do all this, why can't you just fix it yourself? Do you remember how I told you about the laws that were put in place before the world was created? That is why I cannot do anything. There is a war in heaven, and I am not allowed to take part. I am a god who stands alone. I am apart from the gods of good, neutrality, and evil. In order to preserve the balance, I must be alone. So why do you care about the rules? Yeah, fuck a god. Because Uh, they are bound (laughs) into me. As much as breathing is bound into you. As much as you'd like to stop, you can't unless you die. I would love to help, really. I would. I mean that. But I... As good as I am, I'm not putting stars back in the sky good. Look, I only know, you said there's a war in heaven, and I only know one way into heaven, and I have some stuff I need to take care of before that happens. Behold. And she kind of does a dramatic gesture with her arm, and the wood of the table transforms into what seems like glass. Your glasses and (laughs) cups and all of that stay put. But they're just kind of floating on this gray mist. Also, listeners, I'm going to apologize. My voice is crap. I've been sick recently, so that's why. So anyways, it turns into this gray mist, and she waves her hand over it. And you see 
three concentrations of light. You see seven points of white light, seven points of red light, seven points of black light. Null light, essentially, just points of darkness. And in the middle of that, you see a large gray light. The colored lights, or white, black, and red, have surrounded the gray light. But you see that the lights that are red and white and black are occasionally winking out. Do they come back? No. Are these gods? Did you turn the table into heaven? <laughs> I turned the table into a visual representation of the war in heaven. What you see are the gods of good and the white lights flare, the gods of neutrality, the red lights flare, and the gods of evil, the darkness flares as much as darkness can. Which which one of these is my girl Paladine? Paladine? Yeah, that one. Her. Him? <laughs> Tomato tomato. Not very good at this. <laughs> Look, I say as I definitely remember my god's name. Look, it's definitely a giant know. dragon that gave birth to the sun. Dudes, don't give birth. Let's all do the math here. <laughs> I only know me. This, she points to the gray light, is a being known as Chaos. Before the gods were born, Chaos ruled. From the uniting of Chaos and the high god came the gods of Kren. The gods sealed Chaos away in the gray gem so that he could not unleash and destroy the world that they had worked so hard to create. For Chaos was jealous of their creation and wanted it for his own. But Chaos only knows destruction. Chaos cannot create. It can only destroy. So we need Sailor Cosmos to come up in here and save everything. <laughs> the gods are retreating from heaven. They are not dead. They are making Chaos think they are dead. And they are hiding here on this realm in items, artifacts, if you'd like to call them. Okay, so I feel like we're getting close to a point here. Do you want us to find these artifacts? Yes. Why I am tasking you. Start you with that. Can you just like make us a list? With collecting the celestial artifacts, challenging chaos, and imprisoning him back in the gray gem again. I mean, yeah, I'll give it a shot. You know, it doesn't seem like I'm getting much of a choice. I got a lot of other stuff that I got going on. So, like, we got a timetable on this? Fail me, and you will wish chaos had taken you first. That's not very motivational. <laughs> this might be why all your other parties have died. Yeah, maybe a little bit, like, of encouragement. Like, you know, I don't know, monetary might help. You will keep everything you find, and there will be plenty along the way. In fact, and she looks to the side... She looks to her left. She looks to her right. <sighs> Bugger. Watch your language. <laughs> hey, there's frozen kids around here. <laughs> she walks over to the bar where the bar mistress is frozen with a spoon in her hand. She was mixing something. Mina plucks the spoon from her hand, walks over, and slams it on the table. And when she slams it on the table, it goes back to being a normal table. I'm going to put my drink back down. Can I roll? What a great spoon! Can I roll? Can't a wait to tell my friends. The, the <laughs> I don't have a spoon this big. Yes, roll a perception on the spoon. Is it investigation? Investigation. Oh, I'm rolling an investigation. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah, uh, roll uh, oh, oh! I got a twenty. Oh, so did your boy. We got dual nat twenties on this side. <laughs> and I, I have, got an eight. 
So I only got an 11. Uh, I'm also trained in investigations, just so <laughs> everybody knows. I'm too busy thinking about the fact if I can get into the pocket of this frozen waiter. <laughs> Roll a uh, slide of hand check for that, please. Or stealth, either one. I don't think you have to Ooh. be sneaky about well, it. Well, I rolled a nat 20, and it's a plus 8. You were trying to pickpocket the, the waiter? Yeah, because he's frozen. I might as well yeah, you get his entire got. wallet. Cool. I'm just going to pocket that. Um, it had all of his tips in it. She's clearly not paying me. Is that the waiter that got me earlier? Yes. Okay. It had all of his tips in it. So it's about 15 gold pieces, 10 silver pieces, and about 50 copper pieces. It's nice and heavy. So what was that? 50 copper? 50 copper. Okay. I'm on that side of the table. What are you, what are you, what are you doing over there? Nothing. Give that guy back his stuff. He didn't do anything to you. Okay, I'll empty his wallet and put his wallet back. <laughs> this is going to be a great time. We're going to have a great time traveling together. Your investigation checks with your natural 20s. You notice that this is a spoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the spoon has been fundamentally altered. It still looks like a spoon. It still looks like it's made of wood. But it works like a fork. <laughs> Magic. But there are veins running through it I, of amber. I'm going to point at it and look at Mina. And be, that an artifact? <laughs> <laughs> Which god is this? <laughs> the god of spoons? That, dear idiots, <laughs> is your dousing rod. That will point you in the direction of any artifacts in your Dibs, and I'm gonna general take it. <laughs> area. Okay, yeah, but we're the stupid ones. <laughs> It feels warm in your hand. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> a warm spoon. That's a, it's a warm, veiny spoon. That's disgusting. That yeah, you can keep that. Just how I like them. Yikes. <laughs> oh. Gretchen scoffs at it because it's so nasty. No one asked you. <laughs> this is what's going to save heaven. A spoon. Cho- we were your choice. Is it fleshy too? No. Or is it- <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> Well, then we're the only qualified applicants, I guess, so you're stuck with us. <sighs> Normally, this is the part where I tell you all of the plan and all of, you know, what's going on, and I I shed a tear, but... I'm pretty sure we know what's going on. We've been sitting here for what feels like ever. And slaps herself. Oh, that's a... You can just write right us a across list the of face. what we need and where we need to go. <laughs> she slaps herself again. Okay. And a third time, and when she does, a tear runs down one cheek. She is red-faced and angry, and that tear solidifies and grows into an amber teardrop, and it thuds down on the table. Use that to contact me. If you need guidance, direction, whatever, speak into the tear and I can hear you. Second dibs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want either of those. <laughs> and she turns on her heel and starts walking towards the door. Does time turn back on? She gets to the door and she looks back at you. Do you say anything to her before she leaves? I'm going to give her a wink. <laughs> nope. I'm going to keep staring, like keep eye contact with her, but still just eating that leg of lamb. <laughs> she rolls her eyes. I just hope you're perceptive. And she walks out the door, (laughs) slamming it behind her. When the door slams, the roof reappears and time starts back. Everyone just begins moving as though absolutely nothing happened. The fire starts crackling again. 
Um, there's a musician in the corner that's playing music. It's actually, well, actually, hang on. Is it now? Na- oh, natural 20. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. <laughs> okay, music. I was going to say, is it now nighttime or was that just an illusion? That was an illusion. Okay. Well, actually, she really did spin the world and change some right, things. Right, but then but... she spun it back Superman style. Right, then she spun it back, <laughs> yeah. She flew around she... it real fast, just the other way. Right. She just fucked up the tides for that a few, would, a few hours. That would ruin the earth. <laughs> I was about to say, she just drowned like half the world, but eh, whatever, she doesn't care. But we're idiots for thinking a spoon is an artifact. I mean, look, me and my warm, veiny spoon are going to be... <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. So, so Biscuit Cubed starts sniffing the spoon. Get away, get, no, get away from that don't, thing. Don't, it's so don't. gross. No, it's fine. Does this smell great? Does this... All three heads start to growl at you for telling it no. Don't, he's not a... Look, I'm having a bad day. He's a I don't want to get started with this little dog either. He's a biter. <laughs> Who knows where that spoon's been? That's all up to you, man. Uh, I'm just going to slip it into my belt. <laughs> so did we get a mission? <laughs> yeah, we got to follow. I asked for a list and she didn't give us well, one. That's very helpful. Well, no, in situations she's a like bitch. This. She's not going to give us a list. <laughs> she. <laughs> we... Well, that's a little weird. I don't think it was. This is um, pretty accurate. So perception? Perception. Three. Five. <laughs> Plus wisdom. Oh, four. I got a 20. Ooh. Natural or modified? Mod. Okay. So Tuatha and Flint, you're just bantering about how much of a bitch meaning. <laughs> Coming in here, little girl. So rude. Probably would cry a lot less if she wasn't such a jerk. <laughs> you hear something weird coming from under your table. It's faint and sounds almost like someone speaking, but you can't really pinpoint exactly what it is. But you do know that it's coming from under the table. Okay, well, while they're bickering, I'm just going to kind of, like, lean over the edge of the table and see if I can see underneath it. All right, so you look under the table, and what you find is the table is set up with one of those central pillars and then the feet that come out from the central pillars. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Behind one of the feet is a little person, it looks like, maybe eight inches tall, maybe, wearing what looks like almost a kilt um, and a shoulder sash, covered in body hair, thick beard, long hair, Roll knowledge nature. Uh, also, real quick, um, I did roll for triple bisque, and he got a 13 on his perception. He wouldn't notice. He wouldn't notice? Even though he's under the table? <laughs> he's under the table? I thought he was on the table. Well, no, i He I'm was not. on the table sniffing at the spoon. Oh, I thought he was, like, next to me. I didn't put him on the table. He was, so he was Oh, I'm sorry. That was, yeah. oh, that so was we, me being... Okay. He's on the seat. Yeah, I misunderstood. No, he's like on the floor. Like, oh, okay. Since he was on the floor, I'll give him advantage. Roll again. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Still not enough. He's he's quite thoroughly involved in his whiskey. What was your I nature? I got a role? ten for my nature. You have no idea what the hell this is. If it was something, if it was bigger, you think you might know what it is. But as it stands, nothing this small. You you don't know what this is. It's sh- whatever this is. You're you're not sure. About the time that you're looking and you have that thought, the door flies open. Mina steps back in, looks over at you. One, I am not a bitch. Two, check under the... Oh, 
Is this your tiny man? <laughs> what? Oh, good. I never look under the table. I'm going to lift up the table. <laughs> I'm going to grab my beer off when he starts doing that. Yeah, roll, I was about to say, again. roll a dexterity to see if you can um, maintain the balance so that you don't spill shit. But since everyone picked up their drinks, you don't have to do oh, that. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> she just looks. Uh, oh, well, good luck. Also, for the record, they said that. I, I still think that. I think it could be nicer. And if he asks you about a book, tell him I'm still reading it. And she steps out and shuts the door. Why is there a little man under the table? Do I, I see this little man? I don't know. I was about to ask you guys why there's a little man when, here. But... When he, or when you notice the little man and the little man sees you, he like waves at you trying to get your attention. How little? I'm not touching How it. little is this little man? About eight inches tall. Oh, a little. He's an idiot in the cupboard sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. Can I roll in all his nature now that I see him? Yes. I guess I can too, right? Oh, I just got yes, a. You can. I got a seven. <laughs> oh, I only got like a four. No, I'm sorry, a five. So. Nope. That's just a little man. <laughs> hey, little man, what's up? <laughs> he, he kind of looks between the two of you and he's motioning to you. Roll insight, Flint. Are you looking at him too? Yes. Quick? He's got the table up over his head. I'm holding up the table. So I oh, I, my oh, insight yeah, was a six. Insights. I got a 15. 15 also. What do you want, little man? What did you get, Josh? 15. 15. Tuatha, you don't know. Like, you can't parse between body language and what he's trying to express. You're not sure. Solvin and Flint, you both realize that he wants you to pick him up because he can't talk to you. He, it's... You can't hear what he's saying, so he's trying to get you to either come to him or pick him up. Okay, I'm holding up the table, so I'm, I'm going gonna... to look at Salvin and just kind of like motion my head down toward him. I'm going to reach my hand <laughs> Yeah, I'm out. not touching this, so uh, half human, you get it. Uh, racist, and then I'm just going to like hold my hand out. <laughs> I don't know your up. name! I said it. I'm the only one who's introduced themselves. My name is Tuatha. I said it to the bitch. Why is this a thing? Flynn. Is this... <laughs> Nice to meet you, Flint. <laughs> this is how people interact. I'm Solvin. I'm sorry. Thank you. Come here, little man. <laughs> and, I'm gonna like... and the little man crawls up onto your hand. All right. I'm going to hold him away from the table, but you can, I guess, put that down. Is anybody else looking? I'm going to make sure nobody's looking at the little man. Yeah, can Everyone you put the table else down? seems kind of oblivious. Even though I'm holding the table, like, all the way up? <laughs> How high? Now, when you said that, I imagined you just like lifting the table a little bit. Uh, no, I, I imagined I just like lifted the whole thing up <laughs> so I could see. Like, just I didn't want to duck down, so I put it over oh. my head. So if you did that, the entire <laughs> bar went still again. Can you please put the table down? Uh, yeah, I was to put it down. <laughs> the matron is like staring at you, uh, the, real hard. I thought I saw a mouse, and I'm, I'm like shielding the little man. There wasn't one. This is a nice place you have. And then I'm just going to wink at her. Of course there's no. There would not be any. Boo-poo! Boo-poo! Boo-poo? Boo-poo. <laughs> and from out in the back, you don't see anything, but you hear the kind of crashing of something. Damn it all! Boo-poo, come here! Is that a, um, that's a You cat. see doors oh. swing open, and out kind of in front of the bar marches this really ugly dwarf looking thing but it doesn't have a beard it is not clean its hair is matted and kind of gross the smell is of old beer the clothes are pristine however 
Um, it's just the personal hygiene doesn't seem to be quite there. For those of you who have traveled, so really all of you, recognize this as a gully dwarf. It's an ugly cat. It's a, <laughs> it's a gully dwarf. I know it was a joke. There's... Boo Boo, start looking for, for, for mice. There's no mice. Start There's in the no granary. Mice. Start in the granary. <laughs> Do not stop until you have checked all the places. Yes, mistress. Yes, mistress. Check all the places. Check all the bases. Boo Boo is good. Boo Boo is a good gully dwarf. <laughs> And oh, this is weird. kind of scuttles off. Everyone's just, everyone's just okay with this. <laughs> Does she have a pet dwarf? <laughs> Boo Boo is not my pet. Boo Boo is a paid worker in this establishment. <laughs> like, you guys are adults. You can do whatever you want. There's no mice. It's like I thought I saw. You know though that gully dwarves never get paid for anything. Like it is, gully dwarves are usually abused. Because they'll, they will do anything for free. They're just helpful. They're gross, but they're super helpful. Like, they just want to help. So the fact that this woman is paying Boo Boo tells you a lot about her character. I like you. I like you for paying this little Boo Boo. There, was, <laughs> there were no mice. It was, I just thought I saw something. Um, everyone go back to your business. That's fine. Can, do I, can I roll, like, a persuasion to get everybody to stop looking at us? Or... Guile? Yes. Okay. There's no guile. Persuasion's fine. Uh, 19 plus 6, 25. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> well, thank you very much for bringing it to my attention. I'll just feel better if Boo Boo finishes her rounds. Um, but yes, everybody continue. You know, everything's fine. You know what? Spiced potatoes on the house. Everybody gets some spiced potatoes. And there's some general murmuring of happiness. This inn is known for its spiced potatoes. Party. Uh, and a little man. I can't. Like, I'm just going to, like, hold. Everyone lean in. Everyone lean in. I'm going to lean in. What, what are you, little man? <laughs> His voice is very, very soft. And you can't quite make out everything he's saying. But the part that trips you up is he says the word giant a few times. And Solvin... That's when it clicks. This guy looks like a hill giant, only real small. Oh, that's so important. It's a, it's a giant. He's just been... Oh, what? You hear wizard? Oh, I hate a you wizard. Hear... Fuck a wizard. Fucking Mina, man. <laughs> you hear... So I can't say anything bad about humans, but you're allowed to bad talk wizards. That's not a that's race little... thing. Yeah. <laughs> anything could be a wizard. It's classist. Yeah, and fuck a wizard, though. Okay, uh, <laughs> little little man, do you have a name? Balrosh. I'm sorry? <laughs> Balrosh? That sounds delicious. Balrosh? Balrosh. 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 He's like cupping his hands over his <laughs> like mouth. Like rushing balls. No, no, no. Balrosh. I'm sorry, so Balrosh? Balrosh. With a T. And or E-D. Why are you a little man? <laughs> A wizard cursed me. How? Oh, wizards are the worst. You're right. They are worse. Yeah. They are the worst. Fuck a wizard. We'll I'm telling you. This. Okay. Stole my land. Built a tower. Help. Yeah, we can. Okay. Okay. Is I don't it... know why I'm yelling. You can probably hear me clearly. Yeah. You should probably not bring attention to the fact we're talking to a tiny man at Everyone's our Everyone's murmuring about potatoes. Speaking of, a waiter holding a large wok, essentially like a big giant uh, pan of spiced potatoes starts walking your way. The smell is amazing. 
do roll a, do you try to hide him yes uh okay. so sleight of hand oh okay good i'm trained in that uh that is an 14 <laughs> and 14 that's not quite gonna do it or you might be wanting to use a, a certain skill that you may have oh i can press the digitate i'm <laughs> no, not that's not the one i'm talking about a skill yeah your font of magic oh i can <laughs> yes yes it is let me let me I'm going to use that to get advantage. Okay, re-roll. God damn it, I better get better. <laughs> uh, 18. I can confirm. Don't ever sell okay, a Josh so, to your own <laughs> So with that an 18, really convincing. you basically like bring up your hand and then basically make it look... How do you make it look nonchalant? I'm going to... I'm just going <laughs> to... So I have a little man in my hand. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just gonna drop him into my beer, <laughs> just like, just like super cash, <laughs> just like. <whoop. laughs> While the gentleman comes up, masters, mistress, uh, hear you some of Odic spiced potatoes, uh, famous all across Kryn, and he kind of uh, dollies them out onto the plates uh, that are already there. Um, there is also uh, silverware provided on the table already. Enjoy on the house from the lady Tika. And he moves on to the next table. He doesn't seems to he doesn't seems to have noticed anything. Okay, great. I'm okay. eating the potatoes Ooh. now. <laughs> they Can are you that poor man wonderful. Mm. Uh, well, it was only like a half a beer, so he's he's taller than it. He's not like <laughs> swimming in the beer because I drank most of it. Now he just has soggy pants. Oh, he's soggy shoes. tiny he's pants. Oh, no. Tiny socks. He's got wet socks. Oh no, I'm a monster. <laughs> he's wearing a kilt. Worse than a wizard. Um, so it's kind of like flared out around him a little bit. I'm just going to reach a finger down for him to like grab onto. I'm waiting. He, he accepts the finger. And pull him out. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about your little socks. I'm just waiting for the situation with the tiny man to sort itself out so we can like go on a mission and go somewhere. So I'm just feeding Gretchen some potatoes <laughs> as I eat some myself. Which I'll give one to Heg. Heg bite or takes a bite, and he. What sound does Heg make when he's happy? Uh, what noises do hawks make? I always just hear them kind of scream. What if it just they screams? They can click their beak. <laughs> <laughs> ah! He is named after a metal vocalist. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe he like puffs out his wings and kind of yeah I like dances that. with them a little bit. I like him not because he is trained to like stay with an assassin, so he probably yeah he's make a lot yeah of he's probably a quiet boy. <laughs> or he just yells all the time. I'm gonna take a bite of the potatoes. They cut out, you're gonna cut off a tiny piece for the tiny man. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna give him a whole little potato. I assume they're like home fries sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. See, so, I'm gonna give him one in recompense for his soggy tiny man <laughs> uh, uh, socks. You can also use prestidigitation to instantly dry something. I can't let you know. Oh that. right, right, right. It, it says it says clean, so I didn't think. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna like kind of do a little hand wiggle and dry as what does it look out. like when it happens uh, what does your magic look like nothing really it's not uh <laughs> there's like a little no it's presentation so it's supposed to be secret so nothing happens it just like like his socks just like and like dry out okay and so does his the, like, the, just his socks well all of it but mostly his socks okay. that's the worried part like no one <laughs> likes white socks you clean the poor little man up you hear i can lead you there help yeah, we're going to help you. Okay, well, here's a potato. Uh. 
He just looks at the potato like he's daunted by it. You're a giant. Figure it out, man. It's a little too big for him. <laughs> I'm just. I'll cut it in half. Oh, I was, I was just say, I'm just gonna smush it. <laughs> I'm bit. just eating until you guys say it's time to go. I'm not really paying attention anymore. <laughs> half day's ride. Okay. Yeah, we'll half day's ride. Where? Which way? Northwest. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, I'm just going to take a handful of potatoes and put it on the floor for uh, Biscuit Cubed to eat. Um, and then okay. and then be like, all right, um, let's go help this tiny man. <laughs> time to go. I, yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah. he's got to eat first. It'll, it'll take, oh, okay, it'll take two, okay. It'll take I'm just going to go back to eating potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I still have a little bit of lamb left, but Gretchen's been picking at it out of my hand as we were trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> uh, okay. Are we ready? Uh, every Like, he's done. Biscuit's done eating, so. Okay. Are we, I guess we go? Yeah. Yeah, one second. I'm just going to tilt the plate up. My, and shovel the rest of potatoes into my mouth, slam the rest of my booze, and I'm ready to go. Is a uh, is roll a, a con check again for me, please. A con check, uh, con saving throw. Seventeen. You're not drunk. Is Boo Poo still running around looking for stuff? <laughs> you don't see her. Uh, Boo Poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you do that, the matron, like, kind of comes along. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Did she, did she break something? No, I was just I was, I wanted to um, give her the rest of these potatoes. Oh, well, how very kind. I'll take them and take them to her. Question. Thank you. How much did the lamb and the booze cost? Five silver pieces. All I have is gold. Just split it. They got change here. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... I have some silver now. So it's it's <laughs> ten silvers, one gold, right? That's right. Okay, I'm going to flip one gold piece. I'm going to flip two gold pieces at the waiter and tell him to keep the change. <laughs> He looks at the gold, looks at you, smiles and winks, and then tucks them away in his wallet. But when he does so, a look of horror creeps over his face. And he looks at his wallet, and he opens it, and he goes very pale. Uh, real quick, did I saw her, I, I obviously saw her take them or saw him take the money, right? Um, I, I don't know if you did. I was about to say you'd have to have rolled a roll me a retroactive perception okay. to see if you noticed him doing I'm that. not even going to bother uh, checking. 18. <laughs> no, you did not. Okay. Now, granted, that doesn't mean you can't use logic because, well, how is Solvin reacting? Is he reacting well, to didn't, this guy Didn't you, like, take out? the money and, like, just shuffle it? Like, you weren't super stealthy about, like, st like <laughs> saying that you stole it. No, I just took it, emptied it out, and put it back. You were talking to, what's her name? All and right. she's very, pra or he's very practiced at that. All right. Give you this one, solve it. You, you got this one, but Sol guess what? I'm working on my perception. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm gonna pay for my beer with that so that new silver of mine. Uh, so you, I can. Uh, are, would you? The matron is still there. Would you all be interested in rooms for the night? Or oh no, we're gonna head out now. Um, also, I guess the, I took the little man and put him in my pocket or something because like when she started coming over. Okay, I won't make you roll a slide of hand again. But yeah, I'll just duly noted. Okay. Yeah, just uh, if you could just get those to Boo Boo, she seems like a sweetie. Uh, and then uh, I'm just gonna put like two. Uh, I'm gonna put like fifteen on the table. If he's like worried about losing his money, then... okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for only my beer. Um, exactly. He sees I want to point out gold, I've... and his eyes go very wide, <laughs> and he grabs your hands. Thank you, mistress. 
Okay, again, and the he swipes the money into his wallet and cinches it up. Uh, I'm already outside on my horse. Like I flipped him the two gold on my way out the door because I wanted that to just be like over. <laughs> um, and I'm on my horse, just waiting for you guys to come out so we can go. Okay, I'm gonna stand up okay. to leave. Uh, I'm I'm waiting. Cool. I'm waiting for Solvin to leave first. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say I'll just leave. Okay, as soon as, as soon as he turns around, I'm gonna just finish my beer, even though there was a little man in it. <laughs> Not in it now, not oh, currently okay. in it, but like he was waiting in my beer. I'm just going to finish that. <laughs> All right. Gross. Come and on. I think that's actually a really good place to call this episode as you guys mount up and get ready to ride out of Solace. All right. Sweet. So thank you everyone for listening to episode one of uh, the D&D campaign, The Fallen Gods. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. One thing that I would like to encourage our listeners, we are taking recommendations. That's not the word I want. Suggestions. Suggestions. We are taking suggestions for the wild magic table. So if you can think of anything that you think would be fun that you might want to add to it, of a random chance of something magical happening to or around uh, Tuatha, uh, hit us up. Let us know via Twitter at CKTCast. Use the hashtag CKTCast or email us at CKTCast at gmail.com as well. Also, if you have any ideas for, like, magic items, uh, that would be cool to, to yep. send it. Weird stuff. I want weird shit, guys. I want it to get weird up in here. So any ideas you got, send them in. Please and thanks. All right. Well, thank everybody for listening. You can find us individually on the internet. I'm at Alan underscore cells. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I'm at JNix04. I'm at Shannon Manor. And this has been the Cool Kids Table, and you can sit with us. Hang on, I'm having a real drink because I can't believe I fucking failed that. <laughs> My first goddamn roll. I'm the Hulk Hogan-sized guy in all this jet black armor. Trying to be some, tough. Some waiter. The waiter just <laughs> almost throated me. <laughs> Damn it.